I'm Addie Lowen. Here's your Steinbeck Online News for Tuesday, January 26th. Let's begin with an actor from Steinbeck who is in a brand new documentary called The Science Fiction Makers, which is now streaming on Amazon Prime. Laura Turner says her portion of the documentary was shot last year in mid-October. I was part of the dramatization, and so there's people talking, being interviewed, and then you see the person that they're talking about in the dramatization, and that's me. It was so much fun. So it's called The Science Fiction Makers, and it's about the Christian science fiction subgenre. And I play Madeline Langle, who wrote A Wrinkle in Time. And so I'm in like a third of the movie, which is super fun. Turner says her husband Scott surprised her and went all out when the film was released. He told her to dress up, laid out a blanket as a makeshift red carpet, and even played the sound of crowds cheering when she entered the room, making the whole evening very special. Turner says this project is an exciting step forward as she pursues a professional acting career. Excitement as well for the town of Neverville, as 2020 was a record-breaking year when it came to new development. Connor Gerbrandt reports. The town issued 155 permits last year, 63 of which were new single-family homes. Mayor Myron Dick notes the only years that are comparable to that level of development are 2006 and 2013, with 136 and 115 permits pulled respectively. Now we are seeing numbers that have returned to those other two spikes that we've seen. Where other regions have credited their exponential growth this past season to COVID-19 sparking an interest in the rural lifestyle, Dick believes his town's draw is in its amenities like its booming business sector, its brand new high school and its budding recreation facility. There's a variety of opportunities for people in, in a lot more sectors than there used to be. In 2020, Niverville issued a total of $26 million worth of building permits. I'm Connor Gerbrandt. And with all beginnings, there are endings, as the Steinbeck Curling Club has decided to turn off its ice plant. President Dennis Vassard says with curling rinks still not allowed to open due to COVID-19 restrictions, they've decided to end their season, which lasted only three and a half weeks. Vassard says he is not sure what sort of domino effect this will have on the next season. My gut feeling is that we're going to have to work hard to get curlers back to curling. They've had a a winter without it. And, uh, you know, our, our numbers haven't been growing fantastically in the last few years anyway. The curling club pays more than $48,000 annually to rent the rink from the city. Vassard says on top of that, they pay wages for their ice maker and this year spent money to safeguard against COVID-19. He notes they are working on plans to overcome the financial shortfall and hopefully will be able to offer somewhat of a refund to curlers. And with the extreme cold warning in effect these days, I'm sure they'll be keeping it nice and warm inside the visitation shelters at Rest Haven and Cedarwood in Steinbeck. And a spokesperson for Haven Group says he expects they will be open next week on a full-time basis. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick. Chief Executive Officer David Drieger notes they ran a trial last week at Cedarwood and will do the same this week at Rest Haven. He anticipates next week they'll be able to offer the service full-time from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. If we were to have another outbreak, and as you know, an outbreak requires one positive staff member or one staff a positive resident, the visitation to shelters would be shut down. Drieger says at this point it will be only one visitor allowed at a time. In September, the province announced that the visitation shelters should be operational in Manitoba by November. However, Drieger says they just recently received the occupancy permit for each of their two shelters. I'm Shannon Duick. 
And now to today's COVID-19 case count numbers. The good news, city of Steinbach has had no new cases of the virus for four consecutive days. However, for the rest of the province, public health officials advise that there are 94 new cases of COVID-19 in Manitoba, only two of which were from Southern Health and neither from Steinbach. Officials also add five more people with COVID-19 have died, bringing the death toll to 809. And with that, Manitoba's Premier made two announcements this afternoon related to travel during the pandemic. With more, here's reporter Shannon Duick. First of all, Brian Palliser says Manitoba supports the federal government imposing greater security at international borders for returning travelers. Secondly, after conferring with our public health officials and Dr. Rusin specifically, we are going to amend our public health orders to ensure that anyone returning to Manitoba, including Western Canada, must self-isolate for a period of 14 days. Palliser says the public health order will be amended on Friday, and he notes it is meant to help prevent importation of possible variants of the virus from other jurisdictions. Current exemptions to self-isolation measures are still in effect, including those traveling for essential interprovincial work and people traveling for medical purposes. There will also continue to be exemptions for people who regularly travel to and from communities near the borders for essential purposes. I'm Shannon Duick. And while many already know this, RCMP have issued a reminder to outdoor enthusiasts that ice fishing, while intoxicated, is illegal. Connor Gerbrandt has more. As COVID-19 restrictions continue to shorten the list of available winter activities, police say an increasing number of people are taking to frozen rivers and lakes to try their hand at ice fishing. As a result, there has been a spike in people drinking alcohol or consuming cannabis while fishing, and even while driving on and off the ice. RCMP note the fine for having open alcohol on the ice is $672, and for impaired driving on the ice, the same penalties apply as those on any Manitoba roadway. A $1,000 fine a license suspension, and potential jail time. I'm Connor Gerbrandt. And now you know. For these stories and more, including photos, full interviews, and video, go to SteinbeckOnline.com. I'm Addie Lowen.